good afternoon, good night, good day, wherever you are. This is Unleashed Unapologetically. And with me this evening, I have Beata. Oh, I, 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 I was telling her, her name is so French, Beata. I love that. Um, she is in demand change and transition coach. She's an international speaker and change maker. She's also an awarded as a woman of excellence 2019 by the Women's Economic Forum in India. So I haven't even gotten any further yet. You already have an idea what the conversation is going to be about, right? Beata has been a, um, she has been featured and been a featured guest in variety of TV podcast summits and other workshops as well. So her intention is to help you wherever you are conquer significant changes in your own life and ultimately seeing breakthrough through and conquer your limiting beliefs as well. She will help you improve your leadership mindset and achieve the life that you desire to have. But it was not always like that. And that's why we are going to talk about her journey and from where she started to where she is at now. So Beata, welcome to the platform. How are you? Thank you so much, Nadesh. I'm so honored to be here and cannot really express my happiness. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to have like-minded women, women who are there to empower others, who wants to bring their voices out there so people can know what we do and how we help other people grow in their lives. So your journey did not just start like that it started at some point that got you to decide oh no i'm going to help other people get unstuck how did it all begin well do we have that much time <laughs> uh, no. i'm pretty sure we do <laughs> joking but uh so originally I'm from Poland. I know that you could not recognize because I have no accent. <laughs> yes, I do have some accent and it what was really keeping me small for a long time. So like I said, I'm originally from Poland, born and raised. And um, the, first, the first time when life was tough on me, it happened when I was just seven. Um, before that, I was this happy kid, dreaming big and uh, basically telling herself, this little girl, she was telling her, her, herself this very exciting story that one day when I grow up, I will do great things. I didn't know what that means, but I decided back then I will do great things. I will change this world. My mom was only smiling when I was talking that kind of stories, but well, I had a huge imagination. But um, when I was seven years old, started first, yeah, first grade student, very excited about that because I was taught that knowledge can take you places. So mm -hmm. I said, yes, mm -hmm. I'm gonna learn and really crush this world. And on one day, my father picked me up from school. I'm excited going home to my mom, my best friend. So can't wait to see her and explain how great my day was. And boom, there was a car accident. We got hit by a 
huge track and it's all what I remember. I really don't even remember what happened when, the, how I ended in hospital. I don't remember any of that, but I ended with a traumatic brain injury. And I don't know also how many days later, but I woke up in the hospital to this conversation between the doctors and my mom. And what I heard, well, what I heard, it was a little bit different from what they were really saying, but let me just tell you. So I heard this conversation. Mom, you need to be realistic. Your kid never will be normal again. She won't be like the other kids anymore. You need to be easy on her. She needs to be easy on herself. And if she finish second grade, you should be happy. I just started the first grade. And so it was all full of restrictions and I could not read, I could not, could not play, run. So basically everything what seven years old wants, I just want to have fun. And they said no. So, but what I was really hearing, it was, you are not enough. You are never gonna be successful. You are never gonna measure up to other people. You are not normal. And this, this uh, story, because it was story that I adapted in my mind was really following me for most of my life. So I, you know, when life is great, I was great, but when life was tough, I was, oh, this old story, this old belief was coming back that you are not normal, you are not enough, you cannot be like the other people, you cannot have what other people have, or it's harder for you because you are not normal. This, yeah, the doctor used this, she will never be normal as well. So this was very like imprinted in my mind for a long time, but I was, uh, pushing, I was crossing the, all the limits, most of the limits that they were, they said before. So when still as a young uh, kid, when no one was watching, I was reading the books. Mm -hmm. I was uh, running when, yeah, when mom was not around and she was like, stop, stop. So I was, I was basically checking what I am, what is possible for me. So I was like, oh, if, if I can do this, so maybe I can do that. And I know that you talk about confidence a lot. I had no confidence back yeah. then, but this stretching my comfort zone and what is possible was giving me more and more belief in myself. Like, wow, if I can do that, maybe I can do this. And eventually I graduated high school and I went to the university, uh, ended with master's degree, but it, it was, well, there were tough times as well, but usually in, in life we have this like mark points. There is something mm -hmm. tragic happened. So it was seven years old. Then I was uh, almost done with my uh, master's and another life challenge came to me. I was engaged for, um, we were together for 11 years, but engaged just for a couple years. But anyway, we were, I was in this long relationship. And when I thought like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get this paper. I will be master. I will get a great job. I have this beautiful man. I will have two kids. We will live in that place. So 
I was, my life was planned. Like, oh, what happened, happened. I'm good now. And when you plan your life, the mm -hmm. life usually has a better plan for you. Mm -hmm. So especially when you are going in the wrong direction, life is gonna tell you. So uh, just a couple days before my 11th anniversary, and my fiance, he, he texted me because I could not uh, reach him and I was planning to come, come home. I was working on my career in a, in a big city. He was still in our small town. It's like, I'm coming home, we need to talk because I was ready. Yeah, I, I was expecting him to, okay, this is the date, 11 and 11 years together, it's time, yes, we are engaged. And he texted me, don't come back ever, I'm with someone else. So man, it's, the, it's not a good way to tell women or women, don't tell your man. Mm -hmm. after especially some I mean never even after one day but especially in, if you are in a long relationship don't end relationship like that it was crashing it was so mm -hmm. crashing I lost my identity I didn't know anymore who I am my confidence what confidence you are not normal you cannot have what the other people have you are not enough so mm -hmm. it took me on a couple years of depression and self-sabotage and really beating myself for not being enough even to have a man. So this career that I was doing, I had great job working in the capital city, opportunities all over, but I did not see it. Ladies and gentlemen, when you focus on, on stuff that is really tough on you and you don't don't want to really open yourself to what is because it happened and it's what i coach uh, my uh, clients the change and transition so the change for me it was this event i was engaged i was in a relationship and then i'm not so i'm single again and i could not <clears throat> i'm sorry i could not accept it for a very long time not even that this man was not with me anymore, but that I, what, me? Right. How it could happen to me? Life is so victim mentality. So when we are in this victim mentality, even if someone would present on the silver plate, the biggest opportunity to you, maybe you are becoming president of United States and you would not take it mm -hmm. and you would not see it because you are so, wire up in this negative thinking and it's where i was it was very difficult i really did not like myself and but enough is enough and one day like, i cannot take it anymore I, the, my life is ugh, ugly i don't like even to look at myself uh, in the mirror because mm -hmm. it's all about the energy and how the self-image like how i saw myself by the way we always have two images one is the one one is when we look when you look in the mirror and who you see and the mm -hmm. other the one that you carry yeah. in your mind yes. so i can be dressed up and and i used to work in in hospitality in a hotel so i always had to smile because the service yes so i was mm -hmm. smiling working uh, giving my best to others but deep down i was the most sad person in the entire world probably 
coming home and crying until I fall asleep. So don't, this is change. Change is the event that happens sometimes in a one second, your mm -hmm. life changes. But the transition is the, and, and change is very fast, but transition is this long process mm -hmm. of adjusting your mind, your emotions, first of all, and the rest of your life to this new situation. And mm -hmm. the transition is really the, the most challenging part when we go through changes, mm -hmm. the unexpected changes. Because the changes that we plan, usually it's easier because when we plan on something, usually we have some, some space for that it's not gonna go according to plan. Right. When I had I had a plan for my life, yes. So, so I decided that I I don't like to live like that anymore. And to be honest, and I I'm open book, so I'm just gonna say how it was. I was praying to God, and it mm. sounds so silly right now, but it where I was. I was praying to God. God, help me to do something with my life help me to change it or take me like take me i didn't want to even leave and god responded in a very interesting way because i mean for me it's god but for you it can be universe or anything mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, there was a thought that well maybe you can go to the united states and because i i was here uh, when i was studying uh, i came here for the internship mm -hmm. colorado and I was like, okay, maybe I could go. Well, I used to be a great runner. So if I run away across the ocean from all these issues, maybe I will be happy again. I used to be happy there. It was good life in the United States. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay. So I arranged everything and came to United States in 2011 and it, it's the most funny part right now but my first realization was you know wherever you go there you are with everything what is in your head so as soon as i landed i was introduced to this beautiful job five stars resort oh my goodness the life like you could imagine like a princess but i was not happy mm. Uh, this adjusting to this new culture to new situation was not easy because i was still running the old stories you are not enough mm -hmm. and already the, the, the circumstances changed for me i was so far away from poland my dream came true yes but i was still not happy because i did not i i still didn't feel enough my accent, it was the first barrier that I found. Oh my gosh, couple unhappy customers that were sometimes uh, very, I would say rude kind of. And But uh, now I understand it's not on me. It's probably they were unhappy in their own lives, but mm -hmm. I sometimes I heard go back where you came from or oh, is there someone who really speaks English so it, it was it was taking me back to this me, uh, victim mentality and not being enough so here you here i am i have all these opportunities beautiful new life but on the inside i'm still the same person because wow. you have to really go on the inside to change 
who you are, who you believe you are, so mm -hmm. you can change everything on the outside. Mm -hmm. I love that. Wow. Thank you for sh sharing this with us. And you are, you took us from, you know, where you were as a young child to being an adult and even in your adulthood, there were still other components that you were still dealing with, you know, from being a child to having an accident that caused you to have, you know, traumatic and head injury. And you know how that could be impacts and often, you know, people who goes through that, they are always left with, you know, some kind of um, stuck disability where, you know, you may not be able to read or you may not be able to, to write or you may not be able to speak clearly. There's always um, something that comes out of it when your mind is not, um, turned or shifted for bigger and greater things. But as a child, you know, by hearing your the doctors talking to your parent, to your mother, and telling your mother, uh-uh, there's no hope, immediately there was a shift in your mind that says, I'm going to show all of you that there is a hope, right. you know? Exactly. And from there on, you have been building that resil the resiliency in yourself because you saying I'm a res you know I'm resilient I'm I, I have it in myself I can go on, but I'm a kid, so maybe when I try people are not gonna see me for that. If I go now, you had to hide to do things because if they found you doing it, they stop you from you know progressing. In your mind, you were trying to get past that hey she's not gonna get better but other people when they see you try they look at it don't make the effort it's not good for you and you know that's where the stop comes in and we all always say and you could relate because we are both we are coaches and we often teach people about that a lot of times people stop us from progressing. It's not because they don't want the best for us. It's because they are caring for us and they feel like, okay, if they let us go past that, you know, whatever the cross, then we may suffer. Not realizing that sometimes we have to go through the suffering to get where we need to be, right? So here you are now, pushing yourself through, finishing with school, finishing with your degrees, and then you think, you're getting ready for the life that you have planned. And again, there's another shift. Now the shift is you are not yet ready for the life that you really need to live. So therefore, it that kind of event brought you to depression, feeling down, feeling broken, feeling lost. Because that's another thing when we go through all that, there's the feeling lost, right? We don't feel like we belong anywhere. We don't feel like we're not, we don't feel like, you know, there's nothing we say people are going to believe us. We're not enough, or we may seem like, you know, we are never good in, for what we do or in relationship. There's always all the stigmatism that we come in with, you know, that makes us think we are not good. Meanwhile, you are in the learning phase. You know, again, you are in a learning phase. So the learning phase is teaching you, it's still not yet the time for yourself. And as I'm listening to you, and I know, you know, I'm pretty sure you, 
you you may relate with what I'm gonna say, but oftentimes we struggle with accepting that we are not ready for this event that we are so preparing for. You know, we tell ourselves, that's what it is, it must be it. But yet we keep going around. So if we keep going around, that means it's not yet the time. The time was for you to pack your bag, all right. Move to another state. Absolutely. A whole country. A new journey. <laughs> yes. And this, you know? I love what you said about uh, said about learning. Yes, this learning is like there's no end to the learning. Exactly. And sometimes we're gonna have this bumps on the road and the blocks, and you have to take a detour, and you don't understand and feel confused. It's like ah, how much more I can take? Yeah. And yes, you can take this brief. And I like the, I learned it from uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard about mm -hmm. him. He said like, when you feel stuck in the story, because I was stuck in the story for most of my life, childhood story that was not even mine, but the doctors and family and friends, it was not mine, my story. So he says, when you feel stuck, it's usually when we think why, the life is happening to me. Why these mm -hmm. events are happening to me? What did I do? God, it's what it's what I was doing really. Why? Why me? So, and he said, change the question. Ask yourself, who have I become because of what happened? And it's what I woke up one day to like, who have I become? I have all these opportunities. Yes, I do have accent, mm. but actually it's cool. I mm. always wanted to be different. Here you are, you mm -hmm. ask and you receive. You are in a different country. You speak different language, so you have an accent. So I started to accepting that and hire mm -hmm. coach. Like, oh my gosh, when you are really in the position when you don't know what to do anymore, when you feel stuck and unhappy, I really highly recommend to hire coach, yes, counselor, yes. mentor, someone who sees farther than you at the moment for you. His vision for you or her vision for you is bigger because mm -hmm. when you are, yeah, and Les Brown says it always, it's hard to see when you are inside of, of the picture when so because mm -hmm. when you're in the confusion you don't really you cannot really see clarity oh and it, it was the moment when i decide now or never i'm going back home to poland and live my miserable life or i'm gonna change it on my own terms mm -hmm. like i said i hired a coach i had i never was without coaching then so, and it really helped me to, to see bigger, to see farther for myself and believe that everything is possible yes. when you change the perception, when you change your focus from being this me, 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 why is it happening to me to who I became, who I became because all what happened to me and mm -hmm. how, and I like to add, it's what I ask myself, how can I help others? Mm -hmm. So it's easier for them instead of, you know, take the, the focus out of you and it's going to change everything because then you see, oh my gosh, so many people are in, living in pain, this, yes. this pain that is not even yours, living in the stories that 
that are really making them feel broken because physically mm -hmm. we are not broken but emotionally many of us feel broken for years mm -hmm. so it was that moment when i decided to become a coach and it's how i help today others mm. their own stories limiting stories i love that relating to you in many ways. I, I too am, you know, I have accents. Hey, I speak Creole, I speak French, and I speak English. And sometimes I have to put my Spanish together to communicate when I need to, right? And when I first moved in the States many, many years ago, I was stuck in that mindset as well because here I am around my younger cousins and they are children who were born in the States. They were raised and they all speak English. They don't even understand Creole or if they do understand Creole, they don't speak it. And here I am trying to put the words together. You know, the when you're in school in your old country, you know, the English that they're teaching you in school is nothing comparing to what you have to speak when you come in, right? So <laughs> I am at that place where, okay, I am communicating with my cousins. I'm speaking Creole or French and they are speaking English. And I recall to a point because when I moved to the state, I, I, was, I was just about to turn 19 years old and I weigh 90 pounds at that time. <laughs> okay. That's how skinny I was, right? And I recall some of my cousins, they were asking my brothers, my youngest brother and my oldest brother, because I'm in the middle. They were asking, why is your sister so skinny? <laughs> you know, and they are younger than me. And at some point in life, I realized that when we are working on our best self and we are becoming we're gonna start realizing that everything people used to say or think and all that will no longer affecting unless we allow it to affect us absolutely because the mindset can direct us to you know feel scared okay i speak different languages oh my god how am i gonna be able to communicate with people now I'm an educator and I've been in education for 20 years. I'm a coach. I'm an event planner. I do all that. But hey, I did not get behind the scene. I decided that I was no longer going to stay behind the scene. There are always, you know, we always have that choice. And actually we have the two choices. We had the choice to get up and go, keep going, or we have the choice to stay stagnant and not go anywhere. And what you did was the choice to go, the choice to move forward, regardless of whatever it is. My language barrier is not gonna stop me from being who I need to be. My language barrier is not gonna stop me from educating other people, um, coaching other people, living the life that I want for God's sake, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. This and that's how we have to number think. Number one. Mm -hmm. Go yeah. ahead. And that's this, you, you basically said you have to decide, yes? Yeah? So decision is number one key to, to the life, to live unapologetically, to live unleashed. But I would like to add 
to live unleashed life, you have to know what kind of life you want to live. Right. So get clear on what, where you are, where you want to go. And I think this why that uh, Simon Sinek, he talks mm -hmm. a lot. Know your why. Your why needs to be clear mm -hmm. because if you don't know where you are going, it doesn't matter what path you're going to take. Yeah, there is this saying. And also your why is your burning desire. And the burning desire is something that no matter what obstacles going to come to your life, no matter what stories people they're going to tell you that you don't deserve you are not enough not, okay watch me yes. so you're gonna <laughs> go besides of all these obstacles you're just gonna follow your dreams so remember mm -hmm. that be clear on your why and yeah. the the second i think there's uh, confidence oh my gosh we are overthinking confidence confidence mm -hmm. is nothing else than that expanding your comfort zone yes mm -hmm. there is that also saying you can step into growth or you can step forward into growth or you can step back into safety mm -hmm. so I, yes i could stay in poland be scared and safe or i could live the life that i'm living today and it was rough it was a really rough journey but i don't have any regrets mm -hmm. i don't mm -hmm. have any regrets even the stuff that was tough I need it, so I am who I am today. So, mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm still becoming. I, I'm, I'm, it's not the end. That's right. And one more uh, step. I, so I have always teach about be clear on your why, uh, confidence. So stretch your comfort zone, and you don't have to jump out of the plane. Do it step by step, mm -hmm. every day, and it starts with one small decision a day about, you know when you just open your eyes sometimes even you have to decide to leave bed when i was depressed so i was also deciding that i i have to leave this bed because i didn't want to go to the world no i mm -hmm. the bed was safe i could cover myself and cry all day so it's a tough decision and the number step number three uh, if you are looking for a change in your life is uh, be courageous take courageous actions because without mm -hmm. action there is no change without action everything what you maybe don't like about your life right now it's not gonna change mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know earlier you were talking about um the fact that you know sometimes we need to know we, we there's a noise in the neighbors i'm hoping it's not showing or it's not being there on the recording but there's the point where we sometimes because we are going through rough times we get into the why me kind of situation and you talked about that earlier you know we get into the all this time I've been working, everything that I have done is still not working. Why me? And we get stuck there and not being able to get past. And as you were, you know, you talked just a few minutes ago, what you saying is we have to be able to get past it, have the courage to, hey, face whatever the situation is, take it step by step but you are going to get past it. One of the things I always hated, and I say it all the time in all, most of my podcasts, 
I hated, really <laughs> hated when people would say, well, this too shall pass or let it go. And I was never able to understand that mindset. It's just, you know, it's just pushing what is bothering you on the back of your head. Or we, we have this saying, I don't know if you have it, to sweep it under the carpet. Yeah, but it's still there. It's, it's the same what I told you when I came to United States, not solving my emotional pain from Poland. It came with me. Mm-hmm. I, I was always loved. Like I came with one small luggage physically, like one small mm-hmm. luggage, but the luggage is that I was dragging the, <laughs> it was heavy. One, the emotional, mental. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. There was like 10 planes probably. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you hear what you said. And the thing is for me, I always found that when people used to say that to me, my friends, people that I love, when they used to say that to me, to me, I used to feel like it's because they they really don't care for me. They don't really love me. Why would you tell me to just let go? How do you send, how do you let go? How do you just get up and let go? And it took me until I had to be in my own, like my real, what I really call my real breaking point. Because yeah. I have gone through some other breaking points, yes but I had came to the time of realization where I really had to be in that breaking point of everything around me was just stopped. My mind, myself, everything. And realizing that, gee, I'm losing myself. I'm not that person. What they were saying was true. Am I a facade or am I true? which part of me is the authentic part and all along i always thought the way i am is the way i am and it is the way i am i'll say it bluntly i'll say it honestly i may not say it to you now but i'll say it to you later but i still mean it and that was the attitude that was the way i approached it but never realized that it was also hurting others my breaking point had shown me that letting go The real understanding of letting go is not just, oh, letting go, everything, this too shall pass. No, there's a lesson into it. What exactly that was not serving you that you want to eliminate just so as you are working on your best self, you don't carry it along with you. Because if we keep carrying the old, the past, that the version that was not the, you know, the, the best version, we still gonna find ourselves repeating the same thing over and over. So in order not to continue to repeat those, those, well, let's not call them mistakes, but those little events that we have had in the past, then we'll never be able to be our true self. So letting go of what did not de- what did not serve you what makes you feel down what makes you feel in the dark letting go of you know the the mindset that was making you feel stagnant and start moving into what really is going to empower you to make better choices to speak differently to find yourself being humble to build integrity 
And that's when I was like, oh, that's what letting go means. Because to all these people who were saying letting go, I don't think they really understood the real meaning of it. Or this too shall pass. Yeah, how do we just say this too shall pass? Why are we singing it? Is there something, a refrain, something, a song that's making us say it? Is there an event that's making us saying that, you know what, we have seen people going down really to the rabbit hole, but at some point in life, they manage to find clarity. And that's what it means when we say it too shall pass. It's being able to find clarity. So I, I was listening to you and all these thoughts came in because that's what it is, is being able, and you said it, find clarity and then make the decision. Yes. Take the step by step. Yes, mm. and uh, you are so right. And uh, as far as people and them saying, oh, it was triggering me the most. I hated hearing stuff. Oh, it's, it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. But it took me also a long time to understand that people usually don't know how to manage other people's emotions. They don't, they barely can manage their own. So it's not that they, they don't know what to, and yeah, they don't know what to do, but it, it's not that they are meaning bad, but they just don't know how to handle you. They, they, they are afraid that if you break right now, what I'm going to do with her if she's going to start crying. And mm -hmm. yes, because we always respond from our own level of awareness. If mm -hmm. they didn't go through your experience, they don't know how to react to it, how to respond. Right. Right. And you are so right. The letting go and even letting go and forgiving these people that they don't know, because sometimes we have expectations. You are my best friend. You should understand me. But mm -hmm. maybe they understand, mm -hmm. but they don't know how to handle your emotions because they have their own and it's yes. already match. Yes. Yes. Oh, that was lovely. Oh my goodness. Beata, Beata. <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness. I. When you are teaching, when you are coaching your client or people you work with, what, what is the, okay, let me, re, let me change the question. <laughs> Having worked with women, right? Cause I'm, you mostly work with women. What are the, what are their pains? What do they bring to you? that makes you go, oh, I got you. I have this recipe for you. And <laughs> this is what we're gonna do and the strategy we're gonna start using. <laughs> Tough question, but uh, women usually, it, it's so funny because I'm one of them and usually we attract same clients as we used to be. So it's self-esteem usually, self-esteem, mm -hmm. self-confidence, not feeling worthy in their jobs, in their relationships, and uh, really extending themselves for others, being for, you know, I'm the, la the, the last one on their to-do list. Mm -hmm. And uh, so self-care, this is 
relationships oh my gosh it's the main point relationships self-esteem confidence it's it's all together but the the thing is that now time change we work from home but before it was yeah everyone was going to work and we thought that our work is making us i mean as far as my clients i hate my work i can't stand people there and my bosses and all this stuff but at the end we found out that it's not really the work it's how you feel about yourself and how you who you believe you are not because it's not who we really are but who we think we are not so this this deep break this deep gap that we feel like oh i'm i'm maybe you applied for a job and didn't or for the promotion and didn't get it mm-hmm. and you feel ah they'd never see me that i never they i do so much for them but it's more than often you didn't even want that promotion it, at least in my my uh, clients cases they didn't even want more responsibilities they just wanted to be noticed because they didn't feel noticed at home mm-hmm. they felt lonely at in their relationship so they wanted to fill up this inner gap in their heart right. so this is the common common thing self-esteem self-confidence not feeling enough not worthy and trying to fulfill it with some outside um, stuff yeah mm-hmm. some of us we are dressing up putting makeups shopping like crazy but then we find out it's not really i put my dress on and i feel amazing for five minutes and then i'm down again and if it's mm-hmm. the case it's not really about dress and it's mm-hmm. not about how you look on the outside it's about your inner being and yes. inner oh i love that it's about your inner being oh, and inner feelings beautiful so the, 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 i don't have recipes i really don't have recipes <laughs> you know every single person is different Different. Mm -hmm. we might go through the same experience and it's like with accident yeah the the witness there's 10 witnesses and they're gonna tell 10 different differently yeah yeah because we (laughs) see and feel differently and so i don't have recipes but i do use a very powerful tool with my clients which is journal writing Mm-hmm. And, and it's the fast for coaches is the fastest way to get inside of the client's thinking because mm-hmm. i believe it all starts with one thought one feeling and then one action mm-hmm. if we feel down we want feel good if we don't feel good we want to take action so mm-hmm. this is like a, this hamster wheel yeah we are just I, I want my life to change. I want my life to change. But if I don't feel well about myself, I don't feel good about where I am. I won't really, or I will do so many, take so many actions that I feel overwhelmed. Right. And what, the, what is the, the case usually? So again, journal writing is powerful, not because uh, it's my opinion. It's the researchers, the counselors, the coaches, there is a research saying that when we write down stuff first of all we download the emotions and i'm sure if you ever have saw the boiling water with in the yeah, that is covered eventually you have to take it off the stove or mm-hmm. it's like, you know, 
So it's the same with our emotions. If we don't find a download for it, we don't release them, we're gonna explode and it's anxiety or attacks or overwhelm, depression and um, anger. So there is much. So physically, usually this unresolved emotions that comes from our thoughts and stories that we tell ourselves, eventually gonna come in the form of disease. So disease, it can be anything. Physically, you you won't feel well physically. Yes, I love that. And the other thing about the journal writing is it just uh, keeps you aware of your stories and eventually when you have some good guide coach or someone i don't know counselor that will guide you through you will see that most of these stories are not even yours again it will be your parents coaches who knows who uh, even your colleagues or partners and it's mm-hmm. not you want so I, if i can uh, give you a quick exercise for your audience uh, writing exercise is it okay so if you are writing let's say that you don't know what you want and you are lost and I, but you want to change i would want you to start with this question what do i really really want mm-hmm. why, why to really the first really is for everyone else around you for your spouses, kids, mom, dad, boss, because the world always wants something from you. And the second really is, okay, take a breath and think, what do I really want? Me, me, Beata, me, I don't know what is your name, John, me, just think about yourself and start writing and write. Mm -hmm. And even if it sounds stupid, if I can use that, because I was, I was doing that exercise with my coach and it's like, it's so stupid. It's never going to happen. She's like, just keep writing, just keep writing. Because in this writing, eventually you're going to see your desires, your Mm -hmm. things that you, you know, probably you dig them or you dump them a long time ago because you thought that it's not possible. And it's, it's gonna bring you to the point to awake again to the dreams mm-hmm. one's had. And the second uh, question here, it would be, can I have it? Because very often we don't really believe. So if not, why not? If yes, why yes? And the third is, can I live without it? Because mm. very often also we have dreams that are that don't apply anymore. Mm-hmm. My dream when I was a little girl, it was being a butterfly. I cannot be a butterfly, yes, but I can spread the wings in a different way. So mm-hmm. it's so important to get to know yourself, your dreams, your desires, and step on the path of who I want to become again. This question is for me so powerful because becoming is there's no end. Yes. Mm. I'm hoping, ladies and gents, you took notes because these questions are powerful questions that you can ask yourself every day. Who do you want to become? Who are you becoming? And why do you want it? Do you really want it for yourself? Who do you want it for? Do you really want it for the people around you or 
do you want it for you? And as you identify those pointers, now look into yourself and identify why do I really want it? Identify why do you really want it? Do you really want it because you don't want to be at the place where you were? You want to grow out of it? The suffering, you don't want to be there. You don't want to get stuck anymore. You don't want to be in the spiral that you've been for the past 20 something years doing the same thing and never get the right results. So if you are here listening to Beata, please take notes of all the questions, put them into your journal and start answering them. And as you answer them, make it a practice that you do every day. It's okay that you ask yourself the same questions every day because you will be able to identify your passion and the purpose you are here here on this earth to serve so beata if anybody wants to connect with you where can they find you uh, the easiest way is through my website it's just beata b-e-a-t-a lifecoaching.com i'm also present on facebook instagram and linkedin Wonderful. We need to connect on LinkedIn. So let's uh, look will. for each other. <laughs> it was lovely having you. And I am grateful. As you can see, I have my grateful I shirt on. <laughs> about to ask, where can I get it? <laughs> this one was just at Walmart. <laughs> I don't go enough, I guess, to Walmart. <laughs> hey, I saw it. I was like, oh grab it because i need to be grateful for the things that i have and the things that i haven't seen but that are out there and like you said many of us we believe in what we believe i believe in god but others believe in and as they say universe or the source or whatever the sun the moon whichever it is but at some point in life there is a guidance that we get out there and it's coming to help us be the best version of ourselves so we have to be grateful for that you know, so Beata, it was a wonderful evening that I have had with you, learning from you. And I'm pretty sure my ladies and my gents who are in this audience listening, they have taken notes and they will start practicing those questions on their everyday life so they too can transform. And when they need to connect with you, they can reach out to you to your website, which is beatalifecoaching.com or go to YouTube, um, to Facebook, to LinkedIn, or to Instagram and connect with her as well. So on this, that was Unleashed Unapologetically. Good evening, good night, good afternoon, wherever you are. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.